Welcome to the newly titled Awkward Black Eye Podcast. My name is Arthur Stewart. A little bit of housekeeping. So we changed the name of the podcast. I was kind of struggling with the the feel of it. You know, I didn't want it to be too much of one thing. You know, it started out being something that I was going to talk about real estate stuff, but I didn't want to do that. Then just kind of talking to smart people, you know, just talking about smart things. But to be honest with you, I'm not deep all the time, you know, so I want to be able to talk about other things like relationships and sports and movies and things like that. So I feel that and we talk about a little bit this a little bit about this at the top of the episode, but I'm not really a person that you can put into one box. And I know quite a few other people like myself that kind of fit into that you know, category. And that's what I do this for. I do this for the tweeners of the world, you know, and, you know, that's who I am and I embrace it. And I think you should too. So with all that being said, let me stop rambling. Let's get into it. Me and Noah, we recorded this last week. Um, He has this great Christmas songs tournament that is on Facebook. That link will be in the show notes if you take a look at it. And, you know, very important conversation because there was a lot that the people got wrong, but the people, you know, the votes are the votes. I feel like Joy to the World is the greatest Christmas song of all time. Um, close, Silent Night's almost there too. But, you know, we get into it. We talk everything Christmas song. So um, with that being said, let's roll the thing. And welcome. I changed the name of my podcast, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, a little bit of background. So, you'll see the concept. Okay. So, I feel like, as far as like, 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 like I'm concerned, I'm, I'm kind of like a a tweener personality type, right? But specifically, I'm a tweener black guy. Okay. Because, like, you know, as far as being like, I'm not. Like as far as like people, like the way that they take me, uh-huh. they it's it's more along the lines of like uh, there's preconceptions. Okay. Yeah. Like probably like things that I'm interested in that I may or may not be interested in. Yeah. And then as far as like on the other end with with like white people, there's preconceptions there. Yeah. There are stereotypes for everybody. Stereotypes for everybody. Yeah. But just saying that both of the stereotypes aren't super accurate. Yeah. So that's what yeah. makes. So it's called the awkward black guy. Awkward black guy. Awkward black guy. I like it. You know I like what I mean? Because it. it's like a, you know, like I'm not too much of anything. I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, so yeah, just to kind of give you some <laughs> insight there. It's like, oh, whoa, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So are we, we starting this thing over? Well, we're just going to let it run. Okay, cool. Let it run. Let it all run. Right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to a very special holiday version of the awkward black guy podcast. This is the boy. Arthur and I have my guy Noah here with me. Noah, what's going on, sir? Not too much, man. I'm happy to be here. Now, this this podcast is I I, I reached out to you online. I said, man, for the culture, we have to do this. This this is a and and by this, uh, Noah is is he's doing the world a service. You know, um, I, I saw the vision immediately. And then I was like, oh, man, like, this is very needed. So he started the – actually, before I go there, let me just ask you directly. So tell me about the greatest Christmas song tournament. How did this come about? Tell me how you came up with the seating. And, yeah, let's go from there. So, yeah, we're doing the greatest Christmas song tournament. Mm-hmm. Or, or, excuse me, the great Christmas song tournament. Okay. It's a uh, – currently we're in a 32-team bracket. We're going to expand that out to 64 here uh, starting December 10th. Okay. Um, but the idea came about – we were in the car, me and my wife, and mm-hmm. we're driving down the road. And I forget what song it was, but a, a really good Christmas song came on. It may have been White Christmas came on. And I said – Is it White Christmas? White Christmas. Okay. Yeah, and I said – 
I think this may be my favorite Christmas song of all time. Mm. And of course, right after that came, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that may be my favorite song of all time, Christmas song of all time. Bing Crosby? Bing Crosby. And I was like, ugh, that's a tough choice. Like, which one do I like better? Sure. And then my mind started racing. I thought we could totally do a head-to-head matchup of a bunch of different songs and do a bracket format like the NCAA tournament Mm. and figure out exactly as a community what the greatest Christmas song of all time is. Mm. And it's been a lot of fun putting it together. No doubt about it. Now, there's been a lot of controversy. A lot of people probably yelling at you. That's an understatement. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, people slid into your personal messages with, with, with comments, or has it mostly just been... Man, it's been personal messages, it's been text, it's okay. been phone calls. People are really heated about their Christmas songs. Oddly so. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it's not like a political type of heated, you know, sure. politics gets real nasty. Well, it, it should be nasty. This is a very serious conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I should say I, I've broken it down into four different regions, sort mm-hmm. of like the NCAA tournament has the South, the Midwest, the the East, the Southeast, sure. I think. Um these are different regions, and, and I have categorized the songs in each region based on the regional title. So what are those regions? So we've got the generic Christmas region. That's the It doesn't fit into any of the other regions, but you cannot leave these songs out. Okay. That's things like the Christmas song, Jingle Bells, Deck the Halls, White okay. Christmas. Generic. Yeah. Then you've got the religion region. Okay. Now, that, that that could be its own bracket by itself. Sure. Um, but that's your, your Oh Holy Nights, your Away in a Manger, Little Town of Bethlehem, Silent Night, all of those. And then you have your characters region. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's anything that's, that's a, you know, could be an animation, basically. Okay. Santa Claus, Frosty, Rudolph, um... The there's a few songs that don't quite fit the mold, but are in there. Like um, I want to hit Bopotamus for Christmas. Okay. The classic. I don't even know who wrote that song originally, but that is a classic. Um, so that's in there. And then the last region is the emotional region because okay. Christmas can be emotional. Yeah. And there's a lot of really emotional songs out there. Um, songs that that really pull at your heartstrings, have some nostalgia. So, so are these? So, this is a question I had when I was looking at this region. Yeah. So, is this kind of like a, um, like I, I want to be home for Christmas, or like I, 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 I love you, baby, all I want is you type of deal? Yeah. Is that, yeah. It's like the romantic. Yeah. Well, it's it's the it's the songs that fit into the emotional of like love okay. and longing sure. and nostalgia and you know the the feelings of childhood okay. that and, and love that Christmas often brings together and and the feelings of loneliness that some people feel mm. around Christmas time which is completely opposite from the generic Christmas region which has like jingle bells yeah. and holly jolly christmas and deck the halls gotcha. so you know th- those aren't really emotional songs now they have some nostalgia to them because mm. you sung them as a kid sure but i'm talking like blue christmas and have yourself a merry little christmas you know it just makes you feel just warm and just like oh man like that that just gets me um and then you know songs that are are really emotionally driven like christmas shoes and where are you christmas um the the song made famous in uh, the grinch okay um so those are the type of songs in the emotional region got you now let's talk about this so we, we were talking the other day and there's been a lot of discussion as far as uh different versions of the yeah. songs so tell me like how are you able to keep all that separate well so everybody has their opinion about you know, who sings Oh Holy Night the best? Is it Josh Groban? Is it your local church choir? Mm-hmm. Is it Mariah Carey? Mariah who Carey, is it? Yeah. Well, so so <laughs> that was the problem I came up with, is if I put a specific artist with this, sure. every single one of the polls is going to have somebody mm-hmm. saying, I like the Mariah version better. Sure. And so I, I can't say, well, I'm going to do Oh Holy Night based off of Josh Groban right. when I know that the Mariah Carey version is 
just as good, if not better. So, okay, who do I pick for that? Mm. And I can't have a whole bracket full of Mariah songs. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, a fact. so i got to have some, some variety there. So I've taken the artist out of the equation and said, you just pick the song based on the version you like best. Right. So for Blue Christmas, for example, mm. um, there's, there's a ton of people who have done that song, but if your favorite version is the Elvis version... Mm. Think of that. Sure. If your favorite version is the animated cartoon Porky the Pig version, mm. where he's like, blah, 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 blue Christmas, then go with that one. I mean, the crazy thing is, man, I don't know. If, I don't think I've ever heard that version before. Oh, man. That's good. So, growing up, I was a big Looney Tunes fan. Okay. And my, my grandfather had all the, the cassettes at their house. So, when we'd go over there, we'd watch that. And I loved Porky the Pig. And sure. so, I, I distinctly remember his version of Blue Christmas. It was beautiful. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, and in fact, this is a, a very quick plug. I don't do many of these, but um, one of my, it's, it's not an accomplishment, but it's definitely one of my favorite things I've ever created is my Someday at Christmas playlist. Oh, yeah. Exclusively on Spotify. Uh, I'm going to share that with you guys as well. Uh, it has a lot of these songs on there, so... Um, there's a variety of different artists in there. You have The Temptations. You have Bing Crosby. You have The, the Boys to Men. You have... Uh, no, well, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I know. We got different opinions but, on but that. Mariah, but. I, I, what I told Noah last night was Mariah Carey to Christmas music. And this is no disrespect to my guy, Bing Crosby. I have a couple of Bing Crosby songs on my playlist. Yeah. Uh, I love Bing. Uh, however, Mariah Carey to... Christmas music is what Michael Jordan was to basketball. Well, see, the analogy that I like better would be that Mariah mm. is the LeBron James. She's the modern version of Bing Crosby, who is Michael Jordan. And then you've got Nat King Cole, mm. Kobe yeah. over there. Facts. So it's hard to say who's better because, God, you know, Kobe dropped 81. He did. LeBron hasn't dropped 81. Michael well, never dropped 81. But, but here's the thing. So, I mean, without going into a basketball sure. discussion, but that's the analogy I like. But the thing is... They're all they, they, so good. They're all so good. Yeah. They're all so good. So, like, I, I would not take anything away from any one of those artists. Yeah. However, however, I've never seen past, present, and future. Well, maybe future. I don't know. I, I'm not that old. Uh, so there's a lot of time for someone to develop, even yeah. though I don't really see that. But whatever. I've never seen anyone dominate Christmas music like how Mariah Carey has. As far as having different songs that people arguably would say she has the best version of. Like it's a, a variety of different songs. I mean, that, that Christmas album to this very day still does well in sales. Exactly. But my counterpoint to that okay. would be, and no disrespect to Mariah, because sure. I'm sure she's listening right now. Yeah, she is. Shout out to Mariah. Yeah, shout yeah. out. Yeah. Um, special shout out. <laughs> um, that she does a lot of covers. And you got Bing Crosby, who wrote a ton of these songs. Yeah, so sure. that, that that's the knock, is that she's taking his stuff, and, and yet she may be doing it really well. Sure. but. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar created that skyhook. Well, here's the He's thing, the original. Man. So it's kind of like, and it, the context is a little bit different, but it kind of, it's kind of like the Prince versus Michael Jackson argument, right? Yeah. Like Michael Jackson, he was more of a pop act, right? Yeah. I mean, they could call him the king of pop versus someone like Prince who played instruments and did everything. He was like way better of an artist than Michael Jackson was. But Michael Jackson gets all the acclaim. I believe that, yeah. You know, so it's but within this context, Bing Crosby did write his own Christmas songs. He is like more on the lines of like a Jerry West or a Magic Johnson, who oh, Larry Bird too, where they opened the door for future Hall of Famers to come behind them. And I think that's what Bing Crosby has done. He's a legend. Oh, He's yeah. a pioneer. There's no question about the it. The Godfather. The Godfather. But Mariah Carey, what she did, she he he laid the ground, and she built the highway. 
Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Of course, I mean, this is all subjective. Oh, that's why I did the bracket, man. Because <laughs> everybody true. has different opinions. I will tell you, some of the, the most heated topics that I got mm. were in the first round when it was Frosty the Snowman okay. versus Run Run Rudolph. Okay. I had people, all caps, mm-hmm. typing out, Frosty the Snowman is not a Christmas song. And while I disagree, I can see their point. Yeah. But then there's other people who were just saying, you know, run, run, Rudolph. Right. A little, little poppy, rocky, yeah. run, run, Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that song should hands down beat Frosty. But you know what ended up happening was Frosty won. Okay. Frosty won that matchup. And, and by a good bit. Yeah, I, I, I see the argument as well. Um, because... Frosty the Snowman's more of a seasonal record, like for the winter? That's what people were arguing. It's a winter song. But mm-hmm. I would counter that the animated versions of Frosty mm-hmm. are definitely Christmas-based. So there are candy canes in the background, right? Candy canes. And, and, and one of my friends posted a picture of the animated version with Frosty sitting in the sleigh with Santa. Okay. I mean, that that's... That's evidence exhibit A. Yeah, that's, that's agreed. I mean, that, that's enough. That's, that's, that's enough reasonable, not even reasonable doubt, because there was no doubt there. But I guess there was. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's now, yeah, with that picture, that kind of proves whatever. But, no, I agree. Okay, so so we now have a, a broke down each of the four regions. Yeah. Now, explain to me, um, what, what are some of the ones that were left off that you got the most grief about? Ooh, I got a lot of grief for a lot of different songs, and that's why we've expanded it to 64 teams, because there were some people who were very upset with me about leaving Mary Did You Know off. And as the selection committee, mm-hmm. this is our official stance. Sure. That song is garbage. Okay. Yep. Do not like Mary Did You Know. Uh, I think it's very cheesy. Okay. And so the selection committee felt... Uh, it was a disservice to include it in a round or a 32-team bracket. Now, 64, it makes it in there just because we have 16 seed? It's a 15 seed. It's 15. not It's not the 16 seed, but it's it's the 15 seed. Um, but that song, I got a lot of people who were saying uh, Ram- Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer. Uh-huh. And my thought on that as the selection committee, our official stance was that that song was a little bit too niche for the redneck and, yeah. and country sure. um, a crowd. A it, that, that's who it's tailoring to, and, and we're here for the, the masses. For the people. For the people. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not just doing one small segment here. We want the people. That's why you see the diversity in our selections sure. here. Um, so I left that song off the original 32 because of that. There were still some songs on there that um, I rightfully should have gotten criticism for. Now, I have one of those for you because I'm, I'm, you know, I was looking at your... Um, I guess it will be equal to the, the last ones, the first ones out. Yeah, yeah, the for, first four out. The first four out. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't understand what your beef is with Feliz Navidad. Can you please, can we talk about that? All right, so so Feliz Navidad is a great song. Yeah. I'm not disparaging it. Um, I will say that is from the, uh, the Hispanic and yeah. Foreign Language Conference. Okay. So you know it, it won the, over, it, it won its conference. It okay. won its conference tournament. It's in the field. It happened. Okay. But Feliz Navidad is basically a Hispanic version of Merry Christmas. Okay. And and when I when I put that song as good as it is, when I put that song up against like a Let It Snow, Deck the Halls, Sleigh Ride, uh-huh. White Christmas, Oh Christmas Tree, right. I, I can't put it higher than the 16 seed in the generic Christmas region. Now, but what about Mary? What, what was the song? Uh, Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? A yeah. song that you said was garbage. Yeah, yeah. You ranked above Feliz Navidad. No, 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 no. Different regions. Different regions. Different regions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, Mary, did you know? Is in the religion region. Okay. Feliz Navidad in the generic Christmas region. Okay. Um, okay. I'll put it out there that um, the 16 seed mm. in the religion region that was even worse than Mary Did You Know is Little Drummer Boy. You don't uh, like Little Drummer uh, Boy? No, no. Um, I, the, the worst is when like a rock group mm. 
tries to to add a bit of like not hardcore but like energy to the like rump pump pump yeah, there's okay. nothing worse than that and for that reason the committee felt that song is a 16 seed okay so even though the song did not make the tournament the 6014 tournament. Oh, well. Well, no, no, no. well, so Little Drummer Boy did not make the 32. It did make the 16 or the 64 team tournament. Right. Yeah. But now I wanted to ask you about um I don't I wanted to ask you what your thoughts were on what even though it did not make the tournament, which I think is um I do think is a travesty. I'll just come out and say. Okay. It. All right. Um the what what region hypothetically would happy Xmas War is over. Fall into play. That one did make the um, emotional region bracket as a 15 seed. Okay. Yeah, it did not make the the 30 the original 32 team bracket. Okay. Um, honestly, I, I that wasn't one that that I came up with mm-hmm. for the 32 team bracket. I just didn't. There were so many songs right. for the 32 bracket. There was a ton of really good songs left off. Like. Sure. I, I left off Hark the Herald Angels Sing yeah. in the religion bracket. That was a mistake. That because was a mistake. that sure. that in the new sixty four team bracket is a number four seed. Okay. So that easily would have been in the thirty two, but I forgot it. So Happy Xmas War is over. It's a Beatles song and I, I just it doesn't it doesn't move you. It doesn't move me. That's why it's in it's in the emotional region because okay. it does move some people. Yeah, but it, it just doesn't move the needle much for the the um, uh, selection committee. You know, there there are other songs on here that are anti-war. Oh. Someday at Christmas. Yeah, by far beats Happy uh, Xmas War is over in terms of an anti-war Christmas song. Sure. Who who? By the way, just putting this out there. Um, someday at Christmas, that is a potential Cinderella right there. Okay. As a, as a sixth seed. Sixth right. seed in the emotional region, potential Cinderella. So, just just for, 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 for the people at home, uh, so there is two, well, well, we'll get to that announcement later, because as far as uh, you're, you're rolling out a expanded yeah, version the, the of the 64. soon come. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, as far as um, the votes that happen in the 32 realm, yeah, I'm gonna have to say this. And and the thing is, the people what who they choose is who they choose, and I guess you kind of have to respect their choice. However, they got it wrong, man. They they did not let someday at Christmas live. Someday at Christmas, I mean Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. I, I can tell you that over the last week, that of all these songs is a song that's been stuck in my head the yeah. most, and I have listened to probably four or five, six times at this point. Sure. Um, Someday at Christmas is phenomenal. Yes. And I, I it pained me to rank it as a six seed in the 32 mm-hmm. team field. Sure. Um, but it was going up against really stiff competition, Where Are You Christmas? Mm-hmm. And... I honestly thought it was going to win, but uh, the people spoke and they picked "Where Are You Christmas," the which people, hurt. Yeah, it, it hurt. It, it definitely, it definitely did. And you know, hopefully, you know, when, when we roll out, when you roll out the uh, round of sixty-four, yep, um, we'll get it correct there. Yeah. So I have reseeded a lot of these teams okay. uh, for the round of sixty-four, just because you were a number two seed. Sure. For the uh, the thirty two doesn't mean that you're going to be a number two seed again, mm. um, and and I did bump up um, some of the the songs. Now, someday at Christmas is still a six seed, but a six seed out of a field of eight versus yeah. a six seed out of a field of sixteen sure. is a lot sure. different. So, um, I feel like that one has the potential to go a little bit farther, little farther. this round. Um, I there are some songs that they meet in the near future after the first round that are probably going to be it though. Sure. So, so with that being said, uh, who, in your opinion, your personal opinion, 
Who do you think is going to be the final four songs mm. left when it's all said and done? This is a tough one because, because there's there's some really, really strong songs in the top three in each region. Mm. Um, I, I think that, that there, there's some clear favorites that are going to win this thing. Mm. Um, I think the final four will be A White Christmas, okay. which is an upset over... The Christmas song, mm-hmm. but White Christmas, Oh Holy Night, mm. and I have a feeling Merry, uh, Merry Little Christmas or, or Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas okay. will be there. The toughest one is the characters region. I would think that either um, – I've got to make a prediction here, right? Okay. So yep. um, I'm going to say it's going to be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer comes out of the, uh, the characters region. But okay. those are all ones and twos. So I, I can't see the only one that I could see potentially outside of those making a really deep run is all I want for Christmas is you, mm. Mariah Carey. She's a strong, strong contender. I had her as a seven seed. I think that song itself is overrated. Not okay. Mariah. The song itself okay. is overrated. And that is why the selection committee ranked that as a seven seed. Explain. So, when I think of Christmas songs, I think of something that when I listen to it, it, it gives me a mental image, mm-hmm. right? So, White Christmas, when I hear that song, I picture myself walking through small town USA, there's snow on the ground, people are putting Christmas decorations up in the storefronts. Sure. It's it, it makes me feel good about stuff. Same thing with, with the Christmas song. Sure. When I hear that, I think that I'm sitting there in front of a fire. Sure. I've got... My family around, everything is just good with the world. Sure, but all I want for Christmas, I, I don't get it. That I mean, it's a good song, but it's it's a little digitized. It's a little too like poppy okay. for me. Okay. Um, I I think we've talked about it that I'm I'm a Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole guy yeah. more than a Mariah guy. Um, I will say that Mariah's version of Oh Holy Night. Mm. I mean, that's that's the best version. Joy to the world. Joy to the world, exactly. Yeah. But that particular song, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," it doesn't move the needle as much as some of the other songs in that region. All right, so you know we, we talked about this on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so I have a counter to that. Okay, please. All for Christmas. Well, first of all, I don't know. I might be a little biased as far as the visuals concerned. Okay. Because as your visual is Mariah Carey. My, That's a pretty good one for you. Yeah, one hundred percent. But. And 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 uh, you know, as as an eight year old, that was my my lady, right? And I don't even know if I should tell this story, but whatever. Um, my show, I guess I can tell whatever story I want. Uh, but as a child, if you've seen the music video, she's running around. I think it was a dog or something she was chasing. I always imagined that that was me personally that she was chasing. Uh, okay, you I can know, see that. I can see the visual there. Yeah, because you know, cause I see, I see her in a onesie, Santa, red, red, yeah, fit with like a little Christmas hat, yeah, like doing her little like holiday side by side thing. You know, her, her her diva in the snow Christmas vibe. It's a good look. You know what I mean? So, yeah. with all that being said, this is a emotional. It's the epitome of a emotional Christmas song. That, all I and, want for Christmas is you. I mean, I, mean I, yeah. I, I love you so much. Like all I, I don't want any gifts. I don't want any whatever she was saying. I forgot the, the the lyrics to the song, but all she wanted was her man at Christmas, and I think that is a lovely story, and it's the epitome of what love of what, what Christmas represents, which is being around the people that you cherish. Want well, to tell you what that is. That is probably the feeling of a lot of people because in the first round of the field of 32, uh-huh. all I want for Christmas is you beat out yeah. Bing Crosby's I'll Be Home for Christmas, sure, which is in itself a classic song. Mm-hmm. So while the committee disagrees... Yeah. Um, the wins, the, qual- the, the, the win quality is there. The, the win quality is there. There is not the history of that song. It's a fairly new song compared to some of the others on the list. It's like 
35 years old. Yeah, Old Holy Knight's like 100. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, you know, that that's the thing is it it's a good song. It, it, it in the committee's opinion, was a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the Field of 64, you will see that that song makes a drastic jump up in the seating. Sure. Um, we, we hear the people loudly. The mm-hmm. committee does. We hear the people loudly, what they want, we're going to give it to them. Yeah. Even though we have our hesitations, we're going to move them up to a three seed. So, Well, and another point, too. And this is really crazy. This is really crazy. And I don't know if this goes against everything that I've been saying or, or up to this point or not. But this song, Mariah Carey wrote in 15 minutes. Yeah, I've heard that. She wrote this song in 15 minutes. And since 1993, 1994, every single year that song charts on Billboard. That's it. That's that's crazy. It's one of these songs that I think was like genetically engineered to to make people like it, and 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 so it's one of these that you can't help but like. Yeah. But does that make it a phenomenal song? I think there's a lot of music out there that's genetically engineered to be catchy. Um, and you know, doesn't make it a good song. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I think that that song honestly has a chance to go pretty deep if the Mariah fan club hashtag Team Mariah Team Mariah come on out, man. We yeah, make that happen. Um, it could be the song that takes the whole thing. We'll see though. We'll yeah. see. Uh, the the region or the thirty two team bracket that's going to finish up. Uh, I think the championship game will be played on Thursday of next week. Um, I think, let me get the date on that, but that'll be done on Thursday. The voting will be at 1130 in the morning of the December 6th. So when that game happens, the voting goes from 1130 on December 6th and it ends on the 7th at 1130. It's basically a 24 hour poll. Um, we'll see who makes the final. I, I think that it's going to be one of the favorites is going to get there. We've got a lot of really good songs on here, though. That's the thing is, you know, how do you pick? Eventually, I think you're going to have to pick between White Christmas and The Christmas Song, Silent Night, and Oh Holy Night. Um, I, I, I think that any of these songs could be the, the champion. So we'll see where it ends up at and hopefully it's uh it's a lot of fun because it has been so far it has yeah it definitely has so okay now we talked about some of the teams that you felt like were going to end up there mm-hmm. but who are some of your dark horses that people probably at first glance might not think is going to really do anything but it has a chance to make some noise I mean you already mentioned uh, all I went for Christmas, but tell me about a few others. Yeah, uh, do you want to do the 32 or the 64 team bracket? Uh, which is more fun? Let, let's do the 64 because that's got some some different songs on there, um, and there's there's a lot more variety there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, which is a five seed okay. in the characters region. I wouldn't be surprised if that makes a really good run. Um You've also got uh, Where Are You Christmas and um, Someday at Christmas. I think I mentioned that one earlier in the emotional region. That's the five and the six seed, respectively. Hark the Herald Angels Sing is a four seed in the religion bracket. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if that makes a, a deep run. Um, and one that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if just off of humor wins the first round. Is Happy Hanukkah? It's not a Christmas song at all, mm-hmm. but it's the uh, the Adam Sandler Happy Hanukkah song. I wouldn't be surprised if that actually ends up beating out O Come O Come Emmanuel, the number three seed. So it's Happy Hanukkah is the fourteen. So that could potentially get out of the first round and uh, make some noise. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. You know, it may be something that um, we get a few surprises. The round of or the 32-team uh, bracket mm-hmm. really haven't been very many surprises so far. So we'll, we'll see what the round of 64 does. I expect that there's going to be some more surprises, though. So it's just it's really a matter of just kind of seeing what happens. 
Because the thing is, I definitely, I mean, we talked about this already, but um, for the life of me, I'll never understand. I'll never forgive you people who voted against Sunday at Christmas. But then again, being Crosby, he is who he is. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And as I said, the, the comments and, and everything has been fantastic. I've had people Snapchatting me. Um, memes or, or not memes but um filters like they created a filter mm-hmm. for mariah carey okay yeah and it's it's been a lot of fun I, i'm expecting now that we are getting deeper and deeper in the tournament and you're having to make tougher and tougher choices that there's going to be some strong opinions and people are going to be really torn sure 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 yeah i mean it's this is a very very i mean it's good that you had the foresight to make sure people understood that the versions of these songs weren't going against one another. Exactly. Because, you know, the number one question that I've received about your bracket has been, what about the Temptations? What about Boys to Men? And the thing is, like, they, those were all covers. Yeah. So, essentially, like, whatever version that you like of that song, yeah, you go with, essentially. If your favorite version of Oh Come All Ye Faithful is mm-hmm. your little kid singing it... Yeah, go with that. Go with that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. If it tugs at your heartstring for some random reason that, you know, this really weird version of it gets to you... Yeah. Go with that. So, with that being said, what are... Those song, what those songs look like for you personally? Well, that the seating was done originally based on uh, my opinion of the songs. Okay. And, th- and that's why you see All I Want for Christmas is You as a seven seed right. when many other people would have that as a one, two, or three seed. Sure. Um, but all the songs were based on my opinion. And, and my favorite Christmas song of all time is the Christmas song. Okay. Um, Chestnuts, Roast yeah. and Open Fire. I always have to do that because nobody's... Nobody knows what the actual name of the song is. They, oh, okay. they don't. I had so many questions what about version? that. Um, the original. Yeah. Nat King Cole. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the uh, the original and the best on that one. Yeah. And that song just gets me every time, and so that's why in the bracket it is the number one overall seed. Right. Gotcha. So just like in the NCAA tournament, they are selected out by region with the strongest number one seed in the upper left corner, Mm. the second strongest in the upper right corner, Mm. third lower right corner, and then the weakest number one seed out of the uh, characters region is down in the lower left. Here comes Santa Claus. So let's let's, let's stay there for a brief second. We talked about this, uh, but I'm just looking for a little bit of clarity from you. In the characters region. Yeah. Alvin and Chipmunks. Ooh. Why don't they exist? Why are they there? <sighs> that song to me was really cute the first few times I heard it as a kid. But as an adult now, I want to change the radio station whenever I hear that song. Okay. It's, it's not. There are so many other songs or other versions of, of that song that are better. And I just, I just left it out. Okay. It doesn't do anything for me. The selection committee is not a fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I, I understand what you're saying. I do. It's I do. gimmicky. Vocally, it's not a pleasing song. Sure. So, you know, when I put that up against a song like something that Mariah Carey would do, it's not even in the same room. Yeah, because I guess it's one of those things where it's it's not a... Um, a the, I guess the, the, it's not sonically pleasing. No. However... It is more of a nostalgic song, right? Like when you think about that, you probably think of uh, the Christmas movie, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or you know a movie like that. Not necessarily Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, but you know, a, a, a movie in that realm. But I understand what you're saying. Like it's it's a uh, it's it's a little gimmicky. It is. It is, and it wouldn't fit into the the character's region right. because it's not about a character. And so it would go into the generic Christmas region because mm-hmm. it's not an emotional song. Mm-hmm. It's a generic Christmas song. And there's no songs on there. I mean, Feliz Navidad is the 16 seed in the 64 
field. Sure. And I'd take Feliz Navidad over the Chipmunks Christmas song. Well, okay. So I push back on that a little bit, right? So it's not about a character. It's done by characters. It's done by characters. But but the, the characters region is all songs that are about a character. Okay. That 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 is the the criteria for it. Okay. Um, mommy kissing Santa Claus, or I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Sure. It's about Santa Claus. Gotcha. Um, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Right. It's about a hippopotamus. Sure. Not a song about Christmas that happens to be done by, you know, a character. So let, let, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's dive in a little bit. Um, in your opinion, what? Uh, variables, factors need to go into a Christmas song to make it great? Oh, that's a good question. I think that the the criteria has to be um, a, a sense of nostalgia, making mm. you feel warm, mm. uh, bringing back memories of Christmas's past mm. or maybe even present. Sure. It, um, something that makes you feel in the moment and, and makes you just feel stuff. Sure. You know, I think that you've got to have some imagery there. Okay. Um, and it's got to have, you know, it's got to have a Christmas theme, obviously. Sure. But um, like, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Mm-hmm. I picture, you know, as a child, whenever the snowflakes started falling outside the window, mm-hmm. just being like, oh, yes, it's snowing, it's snowing, sure. it's snowing. And that's kind of the thought about that song is it's so excited about snow. Right. Um, and so having some of that that excitement, the religion region is completely separate, though. Okay. You've got to have a, a biblical, um, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's got to be biblical-based. Sure. You know, and, and so... Um, there were some that people threw out there, and actually, that that's why Little Drummer Boy is the 16 seed. Is that there is no biblical reference to a little drummer boy being at the manger? Yeah. So exactly. that the committee felt was a major knock against them. That's like that, that, that's just a, a. That's almost like they're a playing team. Yeah, yeah, and they pretty much are. Mm-hmm. They're a playing team. Um, they're that that team that went. You know, two and seventeen in conference, and happen to win the conference tournament. Right, gotcha. So, yeah, that that one's pretty low on that list. The emotional Christmas. I mean, you got to have that that pulling at the heartstrings sure. thing. Um, and the characters is pretty simple. You just got to have a song that's about some sort of character, sure, uh, or, or some reference to a character that um, is Christmas based. Got it. Now we haven't talked about this, but I'm curious. It's clear that Bing Crosby um, is the apple of your eye when it comes to Christmas music. He is. You know, (laughs) so uh, with that being said, and I don't know if Mount Rushmore is is, is enough, but maybe like top five. Who are your top five Mm. Christmas artists of all time? Well, I think the top three are pretty easy. Okay. Um, I think you have Bing, Mm -hmm. Nat King Cole, Mm -hmm. uh, Mariah. Yes. And I'm going to throw out uh, Josh Groban. Okay. I think he does a really good job with uh, the Christmas songs. I believe Mount Rushmore has four. I don't know who the fourth would be. Um, gosh, yeah, that that's a tough one. The fourth one would be really, really tough mm. to to pick. But I mean, because there's so many really, really good artists, but there's also a lot of artists that do a really good job on a particular song or maybe a couple particular songs who aren't really like big Christmas artists. Sure. Like, like the first three that I've done. Hmm. Um, so I don't know who my fourth would be. Do you have a fourth? Oh man. I, I'm a strong, I'm a strong five and some runner ups. Okay. Yeah. So, um, because I thought I mentioned before, like, like Christmas music, I'm very serious about it. In fact, I'm very disciplined where, I typically do not start trying to play Christmas music until December 1st. Okay. Because there is a trend right now or, or, or in going forward where they try to force Christmas on us like in August, September, and I refuse to fall to fall into that. Uh, so to try to keep it what it is, I usually wait till December 1. So it's like a, a whole, uh, um, what you call, ceremony. That, that, that kind yeah. of comes into playing it that, that usually involves eggnog. Um, one of the few times I drink it every year. But um, with all that being said, Bing's there. Yep. Bing's there. 
Um, Nat's there. Uh, Mariah is certainly there. Mm-hmm. Boys the Men is certainly there. Ooh, okay. And um, the Jackson, the Temptations, the Temptations and the Jackson Five—they're really battling for that fifth spot. Okay. Um, there's there's a lot there, and I think. Um, Silent Night by Temptations is easily the best Silent Night of them all. Um, but then also, the Jackson 5 have made some other... Uh, like I saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus. That's probably the best version of that there, too. It is, yeah. So, it, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's between those six. I found my... I, I remembered my fourth. Okay. Ray Charles. Okay. Ray Charles has, has some some really really good Christmas songs and some I, I can't think of, of any off the top of my head but some of his versions of, of certain songs are are really good because in typical Ray Charles style uh, he he does go a little bit off the the side and you know does does some you know, funky stuff with sure. it, with with a close fifth Stevie Wonder yeah Stevie Wonder because well, I mean. Someday at Christmas is Stevie, so that's a fact. But the thing, and I guess like the things that I oh how can I forget about Luther? Mm. Luther Vandross. Yeah. You see, yeah, it's a strong. This is kind of like the Western Conference in the NBA. It is. You know, like from 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 two to eleven, there's like a three game separation essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, Luther Vandross is definitely in that in that category there. Um. So I'm actually looking here at my Sunday at Christmas playlist exclusively on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, just based on body of work and the not just one or two songs that they're known for making, but a variety of different ones. So like right here, I'm looking at right now. I have, as far as Luther Vandross is concerned, Please Come Home for Christmas, A Kiss for Christmas, Oh Come Ye Faithful, what else? Um... With a Christmas heart, this Christmas. So that's what five or six songs right there. Yeah. Uh, Boys and Men has a good amount. Mariah has a good amount. Bing has like two or three, uh, and, and that's the reason why. Not all, as much as I love Bing, I feel like as far as the goat Christmas artist title goes, I'm leaning real heavily towards Mariah because she just has more songs that are in the conversation versus okay. Bing has. Now, granted, all Bings are original. Exactly. Bing's are original. I give him that. He's 100%. the real Rembrandt. And and Nat King Cole too. Yeah. But again, it's it's kind of like like in basketball, like you have Will Chamberlain who scored 100 points in the game, mm-hmm. you know, which is which is great, but history um, dismisses it sometimes. I think because of the competition that he was going up against, so they kind of like say, "Yo, we respect that." And winning and scoring 100 points in a game is a big deal. So we have some built-in respect for you, and he kind of gets pushed down. Well, it's not even pushed down. Kind of like marginalized, maybe. Yeah, marginalized. I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's it's tough in the NBA because there's so many really really great players, right. and it's hard to say so and so is better than so and so. It's it's tough. But sure. I think with with music, mm-hmm. there's staying power. Yeah, and and songs that that have been around for 60 70 80 years now and are still getting a ton of airplay on the radio and billboard charts and those are the songs that i'm like yeah those are the classics yeah it it is a quote-unquote classic song sure and those are the ones that I, I tend to lean for. Gotcha. So I, I will say that I am often referred to as an old man. Okay. So in my taste of things, I feel like that is probably why I have the Christmas song, Here Comes Santa Claus, O Holy Night, as you know the the number one seeds because those are classics. But at the same time, though, it's like it's, it's just like in the, the regular NCAA brackets where, like, okay – Man, should Duke really be a number two seed? I mean, they had a strong season, but I can see why they're number two seeds. Like, no one's yeah. really going to argue the fact that those songs rank really high. They, yeah, they, they are what they are. Yeah. You well, know? that's the nice thing about this is that there, there's no right answer. Right. And so that's why we're voting. Sure. Yeah. And that, that's that's what the tournament determines. So 
We were talking yesterday about, um, well, yeah, a couple of us talking about how um, having a tournament around a particular song, mm-hmm. no, the versions. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm asking you is, uh, what is a song that has been covered a lot and are in the ones that you draw out of that? Man, that's that's a tough one. Um, mm. I'm looking at the list here. It's beginning to look like Chris, a lot like Christmas has been covered by a ton of people. Mm. Um, you've got you've got songs like um, Santa Baby that's been covered by a ton of people. And Santa Claus is coming to town. It's really hard because there's, you know, there's Kelly Clarkson versions, Mariah Carey versions, Taylor Swift versions, Bing Crosby versions, sure. and you've got um, back in the '80s you'd have like, you know, Guns N' Roses doing a cover of this song. Sure. And, and it was really hard to say, oh well, that that's the best version because in the moment, that Guns N' Roses version of that song may be the jam. Sure. You're just feeling it, or in the moment, it may be Kelly Clarkson, and you're just like, "Yeah, I'm feeling it right now for Kelly." So, I don't know. I don't know that that I have a specific favorite version of a majority of these songs, mm-hmm. and so that's why I kept the artists off Got because I, I feel like some people are going to be the same way. Where, yeah, one day their favorite version of um, "There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays" mm-hmm. is Mariah, and then another day it may be Josh Groban, and then another day they met like the original version. So, let me come out and just be honest with you. I'm not very familiar with this Josh Groban. Yeah, he's. I need to listen up on him for sure. Yeah, his um his version of Oh Holy Night is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. He's um he's a modern artist. Mm-hmm. He, he's still fairly young. I would think he's probably in his late 30s, maybe early 40s at the very latest. So that's what it is. So it's like yeah. a, it's a modern. Yeah, it's a modern artist. Yeah. And, and he's he's very vocally talented for a male singer. Okay. Um, and that's it, thing. and he's he's by himself. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like the Temptations where it's playing off of the harmony of the, the different sure. individuals. He's just by himself, and he does a really, really good job. Um, some of his stuff is not as well publicized because he's, he's not Mariah. He's mm. not Justin Bieber. He's not Pentatonix, mm. who, by the way, in the committee's opinion, is complete garbage. Okay. We, we did not consider anything by <laughs> Pentatonix. Sure. They, they were um, ineligible. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I mean, number one... Um, I support the committee in that decision, um, although, you know, the media and, and and Spotify tries to force that on mm-hmm. us. Um, I'm right there with you. I could do a whole podcast as to why Pentatonix is. Um, I'll be nice. Not my favorite. Okay. Well, well let, let's take a, a bite size, a micro. Sure. So 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 maybe. 35 seconds on why they're not your favorite. All right. So first off, I I find them to be extremely cheesy. Their music videos are awful. Okay. I don't need close-up of some guy getting all on his feels yeah. singing away in a manger. Yeah. You know, and I don't know any of their names, and I, I'm okay with that, but the little squirrely guy, mm. if you see a picture of him, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I think he's got like a really – kind of, I don't even, really gross-looking mustache okay. right now. Really skinny white guy who looks like he he's Macklemore shopping in his grandma's closet. Okay. Um, he, it's and Macklemore his, shopping in his grandma's closet. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know the Macklemore song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it's, um, that it looks like he's wearing that and his, his somebody needs to help the dude with yeah. his fashion. They're vocally, I think it's too much, too okay. much harmonizing. Okay. And I'm not a fan of acapella, especially oh, yeah. especially stuff that's like over the top. The 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 guy who's a beatboxer who's like getting up in front of everybody, yeah. like moving his whole body as he's beatboxing. I'm like, no man, just just beatbox. Just you know, you're beatboxing to to Hark the Herald Angels sing. Like this isn't you're not beatboxing to like Jay Z. Yeah. Here, come on. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 I'm right there with you, man. I feel like they're 
every generation there is a group that they try to cram down our throats mm-hmm. that's very cheesy um you were the same age you, you, you can uh relate to this but hansen yeah yeah are they like the hansen of 2018 i would say so yeah and and the thing about pentatonics mm-hmm. is that there is no song that they sing mm-hmm. that i prefer their version to another version of the song like there's nothing that they do that i'd say oh yeah i like that version better sure and and that's why honestly uh, mary did you know mm. is pretty low on our list because pentatonics recently did that and it's the super cheesy factor uh, and worse in your mind? yeah it did yeah. it did yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Mary, yeah. but you, you got knocked down because Pentatonix covered you. Yeah, nah, so. I definitely I definitely hear that, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I also am like a, uh, I, I fight it, though. Mm-hmm. I fight it. Sometimes I wear, like, youngest shirts, youngest, you know, to make me feel a little bit younger. Yeah. You know, whatever. Or, you know, sometimes I might listen to Little Baby. You know, to, to like, yeah, like I know what the kids are listening to these days, you know, but um, with all that being said, I only know Pentatonix by their name. I don't know them outside of that. Yeah, I've listened to some of their stuff and it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And, and I get, um, I think I've been vocal enough about it okay. that people make fun of it or, or kind of point out yeah. when Pentatonix is, is doing a concert locally mm-hmm. or when... It's like um, a PNC Arena type of game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had... When they came to PNC Arena, I had so many people reach out to me and say, hey, your favorite group's coming to PNC. You should oh, buy tickets. Yeah. Because everybody knows I, I'm not a Pentatonix fan. Yeah. Yeah, like... I was like that about Justin Bieber for a long time. Mm-hmm. Until... I don't know what year it was, but there came a time where I was like, you know what? I kind of rock with the Beebs, low key. And his Christmas album, I don't know if you've, have you listened to yes, that? Yes, yeah. Uh, it's a good Christmas album. What was it? Uh, Mistletoe. That, yeah. that made the bracket. That made the bracket. This, this is pre pre um, uh, drug use Beebs. Yeah, yeah. He he had some good stuff out there. Yeah. I, I, I was not a fan of the Beebs originally, and I, I don't appreciate some of his antics that he's done over the years. Yeah. But with that being said, he is a very talented artist. Well, and he's a family man now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's engaged. Yeah. He's in I love. Mean, he, that, good for him. Yeah. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov yeah. to my man, to Justin Bieber. Biebs, who we know is listening to. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, who isn't listening to the yeah. Awful Black he's, Guy podcast? Probably listening with Mariah. Yeah. 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 But you know what? Mariah's a... She, even though she's one of my favorite singers of all time, mm-hmm. that's a whole other conversation, but um, she is also one of the biggest divas you'll ever come across. Now, have you ever seen, this is kind of a side note, but have you ever seen her um, MTV Cribs episode? Mm-mm. No. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's worth YouTubing. Okay. It was very awkward in the first time when I realized, like, there's a, there's a few screws missing there I, and it, I didn't even want to know that I was like oh man like I mean I was 14 or 15 whatever however old I was that but uh, I realized that, yeah like there's something about her and then they can and you know they, they ended up yeah. breaking things off yeah that was know? sad yeah it is it is but um, and also the Breakfast Club interview that she did uh, probably about five years ago See, I didn't see that either I wouldn't have been surprised if she turned back a drink of five. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe six. Wow. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's not a good look. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you got to take the edge off. But um, <laughs> really quickly, um, we were talking about songs that's been covered a lot that, you know, it's worth a conversation. Joy to the World. Mm. Um, you have Nat King Cole. Yep. And Mariah Carey. Yep. You have the Temptations. Mm. You have the Jackson Five. You have the original. Yeah. Which is is that Nat King Cole? I think I think Nat King Cole well, hold up. Hold up. The magic of the internet. Keep talking yes, while yes, I'm looking this yes. up. You know, um you have those four to five records there, man, and that is a murderer's row. Yeah. 
That's a murderer's row. Like that in itself is is a podcast within itself. You know, but uh like out of that, like like which one of those versions stands out to you the most? Um Temptations, I think. Okay. Yeah. Joy to the World is, is a song that, that you've got to have some, some good harmonizing, and the more voices you have to it, the more powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that Temptations bring it on that. Yeah, they, they do. They, they, they do. They do. And this is one of those questions where there really isn't a wrong answer. Um, even the original is a really good song. Yeah. So the original was by George Frederick Handel. Okay. And what year did that come out? Oh man, uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. Seventeen nineteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 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 it's a it's a, a classic record. I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, there's been a few versions since seventeen nineteen. Sure. Yeah, that's um, a few. The Temptations are definitely up there though. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean. That, yeah, but but I'll say the thing about a song like "Joy to the World" mm-hmm. and and a lot of the religious songs like that is that some of the very best versions mm. are like a chamber choir, yeah, where you've got thirty people and you've got you know some amazing singers and yeah. it's just you know when they hit you with yeah. that that high note, yeah, it's not just one person, it's seven, yeah, eight, nine. And then when they hit you with that like powerful punch, yeah, it's, a fact. it's it like pushes you back because it's so powerful. It's a fact. So it's songs like that that it's like wow. Yeah. Wow. And and you know, there's a lot of really good solo artists and, and small groups that do it, but some of the best versions of those religious songs are your local church. Yeah. And and you know those professional chamber choirs. Well, you know what's funny, and it actually it it. it piggyback on your point to piggyback on your on your on your point mariah carey's joy to the world has a choir gospel choir she knows what she's doing she and i think it's like one of the few songs that she had the choir on yeah you know but like when she brought the choir in man listen it it, it, it seems like i don't this this movie scene is probably the same movie scene that's probably been in like 10 Christmas movies. Yeah. Where there is a main character who's been like the 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 um antagonist throughout mm-hmm. the movie and at the end they begin to soften their heart a little bit and they're in a church in the background <laughs> and they're clapping along and mm-hmm. they start smiling as there's some choir performing in the in, in, in the front or whatever. Oh yeah. That is what joy to the world represents in my mind. Even though Mariah Carey, I never seen her perform in a church. It seems like it would make sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, that choir because she, she, she. And again, I know it sounds like I'm standing for for Whitney. Sorry, for, oh, I love Whitney, but true for for Mariah. Yeah, but it starts off low. You know, she's kind of like I might. I'll, I'll let I'll let let the people hear the voice, but got to pay for that um she sets it off real smoothly and then like once the gospel choir gets going that's when she really gets into like her vocal bag yeah well mariah's thing is that she's she's got that Mm -hmm. that vocal punch that and the vocal range that allows her to to really make certain songs like Joy of the World" mm. so powerful. When yeah. when she when she like when she punches it, yeah, she punches it. Yeah, she and, punches it. And, and there, there's people that try to punch it, and it, it's okay. Yeah. But like when when she punches it, it's like finely tuned machine. Yeah. Hitting pedal to the metal. It's it's, it's like LeBron James coming down a, a fast break. Oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's it's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, we'll shoot, man. Let, let let's let's begin to wrap this thing up, man. I I, I want to respect your time. Uh, want to plug anything? <laughs> plug plug in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. So What's plug the next tournament. Uh, um, the next game. So uh, for the the next round of the round of the thirty two team bracket will mm-hmm. be uh, on Monday the sixth. Um, we'll try to wrap that up by. Uh, the following Friday, and then the 64-team tournament starts December 10th. Mm. We're going to blitz through it, 
to make it wrap up before Christmas Eve. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So if you search Facebook, the Great Christmas Song Tournament. Okay. The Great Christmas Song Tournament. Great Christmas Song Tournament. Like our page. Um, Follow along. Vote with us. Print out the bracket. We're going to have... We have blank brackets there. Okay. So if you want to do it with your friends and your family and then compare or just do it as a group of friends and family on their holidays and have your own little tournament there at the house. It's a lot of fun. Gotcha. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes as well um, where they can go directly to the page, like it, and vote um, with some sense people. Do it for the culture. Don't, don't allow your... Uh, bias to come into play. I love the Beebs too, but there's no way he should be the winner of the Great Christmas Song Tournament. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I appreciate it. Noah, thank you for joining me as well. Yeah, man. My pleasure. Um, this this was something that we needed to do. It was an emergency podcast situation. Um, if you appreciated this podcast, man, anybody that you think would enjoy it, man, please share it and uh rate subscribe thank you guys and i will be talking to you all soon